It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. Welcome in to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. The Vegas Golden Knights fall 3 to nothing to the Pittsburgh Penguins. Shut up for the second time in four games. The Vegas Golden Knights look for answers Wednesday night in Dallas at the conclusion of a five-game road trip. To help us make sense of this one, we go back up to the radio booth, bring in the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. And you know what, Dan? You look at this game against the Penguins and you you try to compare it, contrast it to the game that they had Tuesday night in Washington against the Capitals. And the argument that I would make is that at least against the Capitals, it felt like the Golden Knights were a bit more dangerous offensively. It just didn't seem like there was much danger to the shutout bid for Alex Nedeljkovic tonight. The only similarities between this game and that game were the score, the fact that the Knights allowed an empty net goal, and that they happened to be in the Eastern time zone. Other than that, these were (laughs) very different games. Uh, You're right. The the game against Washington was back and forth. There were lots of chances. It was exciting. It was close. You felt like both teams were really into it and in on a potential win. Turned out that the Penguins were uh, more smothering today. The Knights did not have as much urgency. Gary used the word desperation. That's an important word, especially when you're down multiple goals in the third. And sometimes, you know, I don't want to oversimplify this, but I will. It's not just about making plays, it's about scoring goals. And I find that when you're trying to make a play, you sometimes forget that the finishing is most significant. And when you're more desperate, as I would say that the fourth line, Carrier, Watt, and Colasar, was the the, the one line that you could say, all right, they they were fine today. They were fine. Not that they were overwhelmingly incredible, but they they were fine. Uh, Elsewhere, uh, you would be left wanting for more from a lot of the players who have uh, often led this team in one aspect or another. And it's disappointing for Knights fans, I'm sure, because as we discussed coming into the day, this is the first time the Knights were at full strength all season. Not once in their first 18 games did they have all of these players available at any one time. So this is the result. It's uh, particularly disappointing for that reason. You know, and I guess you look at that, and it's you know Chandler Stevenson just back into the lineup. Obviously, gets the the five minute in the in the game misconduct yesterday, so maybe there's still an acclimation process for him. Nick Hague, same thing. Zach Whitecloud, just a couple of games, so maybe they'll get better, and we expect them to get better every single game that they get to play from here on out. Uh, but I mean, how do you respond here? Because it's really the first time in nearly seven or eight months that the Golden Knights are in a bit of a funk, a little bit off their game, not as consistent night to night as you'd like them to be. How do you expect that they're going to respond here? I suspect that there's going to be a fairly rigorous practice come Tuesday. You've got back-to-back, and it's a 1 o'clock and a 6 o'clock, so the team got into the hotel pretty early yesterday because it's a 6 o'clock start today. They did not have ice. Now, Nick Hague was on the ice, but it was not a morning skate. They just had meetings at the hotel. They will have a, you know, there's always a mandated off day, so that'll be tomorrow. But then practice on Wednesday, or excuse me, on Tuesday. That, that's the current schedule. Hey, it's all subject to change. Yeah. You know, uh, but you would imagine that that will be a full-throated practice. And then because it's an evening game on Wednesday, you'll have a full morning skate as well. 
the other part of this is, Ryan, when the Knights have had a dud, and I will, I will classify this as the first dud of the year. I know they lost yeah. 3 nothing in Washington. That, to me, was not a dud. They just happened to lose 3 nothing. This was the closest thing to a dud this year. Not that they got manhandled. They weren't totally overwhelmed. Again, the people who scored goals were Ryan Graves and Nola Chari through 40 minutes, who had never scored a goal for this organization until today. So that's not it, but you just expected more from this group, especially because they have been so close to taking over games. They fall behind again. They fall behind 2-0 in all four games. You know, that mm -hmm. in and of itself is unacceptable. So uh, with this being, again, what I would classify as the first dud of the year, their last season was so often a turnabout from dud to strong outing. It doesn't guarantee a win, but this group, yeah. because it's, it's veteran leadership, has uh, very often taken uh, less than impressive performance and parlayed that into a real pushback. You know, and I used this word the other day when I interviewed Zach Whitecloud in Montreal. I asked him, you know, how do you bounce back from that shutout loss against Washington? And he took issue with the phrase bounce back. That they didn't yeah. need to bounce back. They just needed to execute. They needed to finish and score some goals. They scored six. Uh, this requires a bounce back. This is the first time, I think, this year where they really need a bounce back. And, um, again, because of the experience and the leadership and the track record of what they did all of last year, you would, frankly, expect a really strong outing, especially given the upcoming opponent being the Dallas Stars. You know, you... You look at the fact that it has been kind of up and down. You have integrated some some different players into the lineup. Do you get the expectation or, or the thought that Bruce Cassidy might shake the lines up a little bit, or is this a scenario uh, where you just you want your configuration to work through it, play through it, and find that level of ex execution? I would lean toward find your way through it. I think that... Yeah. They went to those changes in the third period because nothing was working. And frankly, mm -hmm. when they made those changes, it didn't look any better. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the one, you know, I don't know if it's a critique or a twist on things. The number one power play group, Eichel, Stone, Theodore, Marcheseau, and now Carlson, that group has been getting not just the first half of every power play. They've been getting pretty much the whole thing. Yeah. And I, there's so much talent there, you understand. That's just not something that the Knights have done historically is, you know, overload one unit and play a whole power play. It, it seems to me like maybe some internal competition <laughs> is for the calling here. Um, you know, if if I were looking at the power, why, why, next power play, next game against the Stars, why not yeah. start the second unit? Give them a crack at it and then bring the first unit on a minute into the power play. In terms of lineup, that might be the only thing that I do, and it's not even a lineup critique. It's an approach to the Knights' power play because the, the, it, they're just passing the puck around. <laughs> I mean, they're yeah. eventually getting a shot or two, but Bruce said it on the pregame show. We need to shoot the puck more. And, and yeah, to be and fair, they got 37 shots today, Ryan, but how many of them were truly dangerous shots with a chance to score a goal? Yeah, I mean, not many. And, and, yeah. and I think that your, your point's well taken there in that if you, if you elect to go with the second unit, the desperation level you would expect to be higher from that unit because they haven't really seen the ice in that situation. So you would expect it in that moment to try to raise the urgency of the man advantage, and hopefully that leads to a little bit more puck movement and, and quicker decisions and more dangerous opportunities. Yeah, it's an accountability thing. You know, the yeah, players absolutely. who are expected to do a particular job, if they're not effective in that job, 
See if somebody else can do it. You know, the Knights have been heralding their depth, rightfully so, for a long time, and no doubt Bruce Cassidy has continued that, has leaned on it. We've talked even today, John Stevens, that line about everyone feels important. Well, if you have a group that uh, maybe is not delivering, you know, give another group an opportunity because they feel that they can do it. The second power play group, you know, William Carlson had been there. Now he's on the top unit, but, you know, you've got some pretty good weapons there. I'm not saying you have to blow the whole thing up, but, you know, that second group is not getting any power play time during games. And we've already talked about on this trip coming into this game, it was 20 minutes and 36 seconds of power play time in the first three games of this trip versus 25 minutes and 31 seconds shorthanded. Uh, you know, today it, it ends up being even because there were uh, two power plays for Pittsburgh and Vegas then got the third, so they had six minutes of power play time. You get the idea. How many of those minutes of those, you'll add today, 26 minutes and 36 seconds, how many of those have been with Jack Eichel's unit on the ice versus the other unit? I, just for an accountability, you know, just here's a, you know, here's a message, guys. you got to score. Yeah. yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm right guys there with you. Yeah, I'm right there with you, and we'll see how uh, how that all comes together on Wednesday against the Dallas Stars. Have a great rest of your night, Dan, and we'll chat with you on Wednesday. Great. Thanks, Ryan. Bye-bye. That is the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva, helping us break down a 3-0 shutout loss to the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Vegas Golden Knights now 13-4-2, still 28 points on the year. We're back with more on the postgame show. You're listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. The definitive collector's item from the Stanley Cup Championship is It Hurts to Win, the official book from the Vegas Golden Knights. Pick up your copy now at the official team stores or order online at VegasTeamStore.com. It's the VGK postgame show. The Golden Knights fall 3 to nothing to the Pittsburgh Penguins. Second shutout loss for the Golden Knights on this five-game road trip. We'll have to bounce back on Wednesday against the Dallas Stars. Let's hear from Jack Eichel as he addresses the media. No, I mean, I thought we had chances, you know. We just didn't finish any of them. And a um, couple weird bounces the other way. They get a couple, you know, fortunate goals. And um, it's never easy to chase a game. Uh, we had some chances. Obviously, power play can't score, so didn't score. Um, you know, that's, that was frustrating. Um, I don't think there was for the lack of opportunities. I think we had our chances, um, but it's frustrating. You know, we've obviously been shut up twice here on the road so far, so uh, we got to find a way to score goals. How can you use that adversity to grow from it? Bruce has talked about how the expectations are so much higher after right. last season that you kind of have to temper things. You can still finish 500 on the trip. Yeah, listen, I mean, uh, that's the great thing about uh, our team. Um, the expectation is high, right? I mean, it's uh, you go on a road trip. You, every game you play, you expect to win, and anything less is uh, is not accepted. So, uh, it, it's a great expectation to have uh, in, in a mindset uh, as a group. Um, you know, guys are frustrated. Uh, it's not the way that we wanted it to go tonight or, or last night. But um, yeah, we got a you know big big game against Dallas coming up here. We got a few days to rest up, and um, you know, obviously tra travel there and. You know, it's going to be a, it's an important game for us. Um, it's another team that uh, they don't give you a ton offensively. Um, they have a great goaltender, and, you know, obviously we're, we're both pretty familiar with each other. So uh, we know it's going to be a good test for us. But, uh, yeah, just 
you know, bear down, relax a little, um, you know, get some chances. Let's try and bury them. Um, but uh, yeah, they'll come. I mean, it's a long season, right? Um, you're not going to get bounces 82 games a year, so uh, we just got to bear down on our opportunities when we have them. Jack, you mentioned bounces a few times. There was your shot off the crossbar, and then they score the their second goal soon after. Is that just like one of those really quick sequences that can kind of change and determine the entire game there? Well, I mean, it happened, same, the same exact thing happened last night. So, um, yeah, you're a couple inches lower. Maybe it's in the net, but it uh, hits the crossbar. And, um, you know, that's just, like I said, that's part of the game. That's hockey. Um, just move on. Yeah, I mean, we had some other chances uh, around their net. Uh, give their goalie credit. He made some good saves. Um, I don't think there was enough second and third opportunities for us um, off the original attempt. Um, give them credit. They, you know, they played well. Um, but we got to find ways to score as well. Uh, we have a lot of good hockey players on this team, and uh, you know a lot, of, a lot of firepower up front. So uh, we'll find a way. That was Jack Eichel as he addressed the media after tonight's three nothing loss to the Pittsburgh Penguins. The post game injury report is brought to you by UMC, the exclusive hospital of the Vegas Golden Knights. First time this season we saw the Golden Knights with a full complement, their full lineup. It, it, it was Nick Haig returning to the lineup, and you had every player you envisioned having on your opening night roster in the lineup tonight for the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, just a little bit out of sync, just could not find a way uh, to really get themselves going on an ex from an execution point of view. And you know what? As Jack Eichel said, like you got to score goals. You can't win if you don't score. And you know, the Golden Knights tonight, they, they needed at least to, 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 to find a way uh, to play with a lead, and, and that didn't happen. Let's take a look at the highlights in this game and go back to the first period. And my main key coming into this one is that the Golden Knights just had to find a way to score the first goal of the game. They had to find a way to get there, and that all went out the window two minutes in as Ryan Graves got his first of the year. Hake in his own zone, protects it away. And now loses it. Centering pass. Saved by Hill. A rebound. Hill trying to get back to his crease. Score! A broken play. And finally, Pittsburgh capitalizes. Ryan Graves records his first goal of the season. And it's a 1-0 Pittsburgh lead. Ryan Graves from Redeem, Zahorna, and Drew O'Connor. Two minutes, 13 seconds into the first period. Made it 1-0 Pittsburgh. Penguins take that 1-0 lead in the second period, and the Golden Knights needed to push, but they did not find the next goal. It was the Penguins extending the lead midway through the game as Nolachari scored his first of the year. Pops loose in front for a shot. They score! Nolachari got Aiden Hill looking the wrong way. Hill was looking over his left shoulder. The puck squirted out on the opposite side of the crease. Noel Achari's first from Matt Nieto, 11-39 in the second period, made it 2 to nothing Pittsburgh. So the Penguins would take that 2 nothing lead into the third period, and though Vegas had chances to break through, they lacked urgency in their execution. They would pull Aiden Hill late, and Evgeny Malkin iced the game with an empty net goal. Penguins trying to clear on the near side. Penguins on it with Gensel. Starts it forward. Malkin shoots. He scores! Evgeny Malkin with a minute 18 to go. 3-0 Pittsburgh, an empty net goal. Evgeny Malkin's ninth of the year from Jake Gensel and Chris Letang. 18-42 of the period made it 3-0 Pittsburgh, an empty net goal. And all that was left in this game was the final call. This will be it. Crowd to its feet in Pittsburgh. It's a final. It's a shutout. 
And that was the final there, three to nothing. The Penguins defeat the Vegas Golden Knights. Vegas now shut out for the second time in four games. And you know, as you heard Dan as he was talking at the end of the game, is the Golden Knights were only shut out twice all last year. Shut out twice now in in about a week, and and that's you know that's a tough one because you you trust that the offense will come. You trust that the Golden Knights will work themselves out of this funk that, that they're in right now. And I think that you can you can clearly classify it as such, right? Like, I'm not worried about it. I still think the Golden Knights are, are going to be just fine. I think that they're going to find their game. You just heard from Jack Eichel, right? And he said that you're not going to get bounces 82 games out of the year. And that's true. You're not. You're going to have stretches where the bounces are going your way. You're going to have stretches where the bounces aren't going your way. But you've still got to find a way to break through in those moments. And I, and I think that's going to be the big story here for the Golden Knights going into Wednesday night's game against the Dallas Stars. How are they going to work through this? How are they going to battle through it? How are they going to build and manufacture urgency in their game? I'd make the argument they're not going to have to manufacture it against Dallas because this is a team that we all know is very good. We know the Dallas Stars are going to push and push and push. And every time Vegas and Dallas gets together, there's some energy. Let's go to Bruce Cassidy as he addresses the media. The other, or did you see more to it than that? I don't know about fluky bounces. I think their goals, they worked hard to get them. They outworked us below the goal line, got pucks to the front of the net. Um, stuff I've seen Pittsburgh do for years. They're good at you know, staying on battles and getting it out to the front of the net. So I don't think they were fluky. Um, for us, did we have any luck around the net? No, I thought we had some good looks that uh, didn't go in. And some of that is obviously the goaltender. And when I know Jack again hit a pipe, but beat him clean. And just like in Philly the other day, so he's having a tough go. And honestly, sometimes all you need is one to sort of, you know, get your team excited again, especially on the road and the end, not the end of a trip, but the end of four and six. And we didn't, weren't able to do that. Bruce ends up being three nothing, but pulled Crosby off the score sheet for the second time in 17 games this season. Malkin has the empty netter, but otherwise is held off the score sheet. Do you think that it was a bit closer? than it otherwise would look like. If yeah, I think either team. Listen, I'm going to watch the game. We might very well end up on the right side of the stats or analytics or whatever. So, but at the end of the day, they finished a couple and we didn't. Um, and you're right. They're, they're the guys that usually do most of the damage. Carlson, Malkin, Crosby, all that. The power, power play, I know, has struggled, but it's still good. Did not. And uh, credit to them. They get a two guys that scored their first goal of the year. So, and that's how you win sometimes um, with that type of depth score. And the reason I know that is because what we do all the time. So they just did it better than us tonight. Obviously, their guy in that had a nice night, but what can you say about the way that Aiden battled tonight? Did? Tough. Nice. I mean, he got a shutout. <laughs> he stopped 38 I, shots. I'd say, I'd, I'd, say, I'd say he had a great night. Well, it is what it is. He's, he played like a – he was great. Um and again, give him credit. He, whatever seemed to see, stopped. Uh, kept rebounds out of harm's way. I think we could have generated a few more chances that way, but um, we had some good looks, and it was just good. What can you say too, though, about how Aiden battled for you guys to keep you guys? He always battles. He always battles. The first one was a tough goal because there was a lot going on in the crease. Um, you know, we considered is this is it goalie interference or not? We went back and forth. Uh, it looked like he had a hold of a guy's stick, so I wasn't sure. Uh, lots of game left. At the end of the day, it became a huge goal. So um, 
The second one, he just got caught. I thought he thought it was going out the other side. I think he was looking for the puck to come out the other side. It was a bang bang play, um, and uh, you know they they were able to capitalize on that. But no, I don't have a problem with Aiden's game. He's good. We just you can't win if you don't score, right? I mean, we went through this in Washington, so. Um, same night, Logan played very well for us, but we couldn't score either. So um, tonight it's on our offense. How do you think this group can benefit from a game like one against Dallas coming up, big conference, rivalry type game? Well, you know what? I think honestly, earlier in the year, you're just playing, trying to win every night. Um, there's usually a little more juice. I know they'll be excited because we're going back into the, into the building where we ended their season. So we better be ready to play and not feel be feeling sorry for ourselves. I don't think that's in our makeup, to be quite honest. I know guys are disappointed and not able to finish better right now. We've got a few of them, but, um, you know, you, you, we'll get over there and tomorrow's the day off and Tuesday get back to work and keep plugging away on the offensive side of things and clean up some some plays we made tonight that, that hurt us uh, in our own zone. The other night, I think it was more in the neutral zone we got ourselves in trouble. Today it was in our own end. We, we weren't as clean as we'd like to be, and um, that's that, that's the plan right now. Thank you, Bruce. That was Bruce Cassidy as he addressed the media after tonight's 3 nothing loss to the Pittsburgh Penguins. We're back with more on the postgame show. You're listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Welcome back to the postgame show. The Golden Knights lose 3 to nothing to the Pittsburgh Penguins. Second shutout loss for Vegas in four games. Just three out of a possible eight points so far on this five-game road trip. That will commence. Final game of the five-gamer. Commences on Wednesday, 6.30 against the Dallas Stars. That'll be a 5.30 pregame show. And my expectation for the Golden Knights is really simple. You have to come out with urgency. And, you know, Bruce Cassidy, I, I thought that his commentary postgame is where it needs to be, right? Like, it's not as if the Golden Knights didn't have looks. I, I'd make the argument that their chances weren't particularly good. Like, obviously the chance for Jack Eichel, that's a good one. There's a, an opportunity early in the game for Paul Cotter, uh, but he's off net. And, you know, as much as you look at that as a great chance, it's off net. That's hard. It's hard to, like, really, really establish how good of a chance that was if it doesn't even force the goaltender to make a save. Now, you're working for it, you're generating it, it's great, all that, whatever. But the fact of the matter is, the Golden Knights need to raise the level of their urgency. And this is going to be the hard thing over the course of the season. You're coming off of winning a Stanley Cup. And I'm not sitting here saying that the Golden Knights are not playing with a level of urgency or desperation on, on a conscious level. But I just do feel like when you know how long the season is, we're talking 82 games. When you're 19 games in, you're finally getting healthy, you're finally getting everybody into the spots where they're supposed to be, timing's coming back, all of that stuff. I do believe it's going to be hard to have that level of urgency that you would need on a night-in, night-out basis, especially with the target on your back like the Golden Knights have this season. 
Now, that's not to say they shouldn't strive to get there, and it's not to say that their expectations aren't there. You heard Jack Eichel talk about it after the game. The expectations are high when you go into every game expecting to win and you lose. That's not acceptable. And so what I'm looking for is an answer from the Golden Knights on Wednesday night showing that that level of desperation is back, that they can pull into that reserve, bring it to the forefront, and have a really tight, connected game against the Dallas Stars. Because if they don't have it, it's going to be a real tough night on Wednesday, too. We're back to wrap it up next on the post-game show. You're listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights post-game show. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Wrapping it up here on the post-game show, the Golden Knights fall 3-0 to the Pittsburgh Penguins. Second shutout loss in four games for the Vegas Golden Knights. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Windows and Solar. Ryan Graves scored two minutes into the game. Jack Eichel hit a post. Golden Knights were off net with some of their opportunities. Another weird bounce in the second period results in another goal for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, And as Jack Eichel said after the game, you're not going to get bounces 82 games out of the year. Now, that being said, you still should, and the Golden Knights do, have enough talent to find goals even when the bounces aren't going their way. And it's all about urgency, and that's going to be the the word of the day over the next two or three leading into that game Wednesday night against the Dallas Stars. The Golden Knights have to play with pace, they have to play with urgency, and there has to be desperation on the Golden Knights side to get themselves to a 500 road trip. That's still on the in, in the table. It's still uh, an option for the Golden Knights. Would it be below their expectation? I'd argue yes. It, it would be below my expectation of what I had for this road trip, but I do believe the Golden Knights can get there if they bring that level of urgency and desperation to the game on Wednesday nights. That's going to do it for us here on the postgame show. Extended postgame show is next. You're listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. Thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network postgame show. For the station staying on for more game highlights, interviews, and your phone calls coming up next at 702-876-1340. Good night, and thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas, 3-0 the final. The Pittsburgh Penguins defeat the Vegas Golden Knights. Second shutout loss. For the Vegas Golden Knights in their last four games, obviously they were shut out Tuesday nights in Washington and shut out tonight in Pittsburgh. 702-876-1340. 702-876-1340. I'm going to preface this by saying I'm not worried, I'm not concerned by any stretch. This is a normal thing that happens for every single team over the course of a season. However... I'll, I'll, I'll concede here. I'll admit it. The Golden Knights are in a bit of a funk. I'm not going to call it a slump. 
I'm not going to say it's a slide or a skid or a losing streak, anything that you've got to be overly concerned about. But the fact of the matter is, this team for the first time in seven or eight months is in a little bit of a funk. They are not playing and not executing to the standard, to the level that they have set for themselves. The urgency isn't there. The desperation isn't there. And I think that's part and parcel sometimes for navigating a regular season after winning a Stanley Cup. But it's on the players. It's on everybody to to find a way to kind of work through this one. So 702-876-1340. What do you need to see moving forward? What do you need to see Wednesday night against the Dallas Stars to have confidence and understanding that this team's going to be just fine. Let's go out to the phone lines, bring in Mike. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Hey, uh, not any sense of urgency or fear or trepidation right now. Just like you said, um, obviously you want to turn this thing around fairly quickly. If you can get everything worked out on Wednesday, fantastic. If you can't, then you've got another big road trip next week. Might be even bigger than this one when you consider the opponent actually sure. is bigger. Yep. And, and so uh, the plenty of practices here between here and that. Then that's for sure. Uh, if you had listened to the timber of what Jack Eichel and Coach were saying, mm-hmm. and you didn't hear the words at all, you just listened to their volume and, and the way they explained things, you wouldn't know whether we just won or lost, would you? No, I mean, they, Bruce Cassidy was pretty positive. Jack Eichel. Um, <laughs> Jack Eichel was interesting because it almost reminded me of that, that Aaron Rodgers relax, right? Like, it was one of, it was giving off Aaron Rodgers relax vibes because he said flat out, like, you know, you just got to bear down on your chances and we got to relax and breathe a little bit. And I think that that's, that's a fair point. Like, when you've won, you've kind of earned the benefit of the doubt in that perspective. I still think that the Golden Knights – the chances they had, to me, weren't as as they weren't as good as maybe you would you would initially think. Like I think when you look back at the tape, you're going to see a lot of perimeter play. You're not going to see second and third opportunities. I think that like on a second viewing, uh, there's maybe a little bit more dissatisfaction that sets in. Um, but yeah, I mean, certainly after it in the in the immediate aftermath, I thought it was pretty positive. Do you like Dan's idea of maybe mixing things up on the power play or the penalty Absolutely. kill? Absolutely. Absolutely. Not on the penalty kill. I wouldn't I wouldn't go there on the penalty kill, but the power play, 100%. I think that if I'm Bruce Cassidy, because it looks like right now the Golden Knights, and, and they've been you know known to do this over their, their history, they're looking to just pass the puck into the net, and that's not a thing that generally happens against National Hockey League clubs. I would start the second unit. I would go into that situation. I would start the second unit, and the, the, the direction would be very clear. Move the puck with urgency, get it to the front of the net, and fight like crazy for second and third opportunities. Okay. I, I liked it. When I heard it for the first time, I liked the idea, and it'll grow on me even more as we go toward that game. The other thing, I guess, is not every major league sports franchise gets to celebrate with a home-cooked meal, and these guys are going to do so. I assume that they'll relax on Thanksgiving Day, not worry about practice or games or anything else, which is kind of nice when you consider that other sports teams might have to be on the road that day. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, I would imagine that it'll be a, a very low-key, get-away-from-the-rink type of day. Um, I, I can tell you right now, Mike, it will be for me. 
So, uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be exactly what Thanksgiving should be, and that is uh, a time to just hang out and uh, relax and recharge. Yeah, well, we got one more time to talk at least, and uh, we'll see what you guys do tomorrow afternoon. But, uh, you know, not a time to panic, guys. Nobody needs yeah. to push any buttons yet, that's for sure. Absolutely, Mike. Thanks for the call. And just so you are aware... The calls are going to be in the show notes. I can't guarantee whether or not we'll actually get to them, but calls will be in the show notes. 702-876-1340, that's the number. Let's go back to the phone lines, bring in Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie, how you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you doing, Ryan? I'm good. I mean, that was a stinker of a game. They kind of laid an egg, and it sucked. My theory is that because they finally got to go to the White House and officially finish off their family cup season right that that the, the hangover is finally kicking in a little bit but i think that going to dallas and playing against a strong team they're gonna they're gonna play up to their opponent um and not lay an egg like they did tonight yeah i mean i, I think that that's fair right like we've seen this team kind of raise the level of their game when they are are faced with a team that that we expect to be very good um I would expect the Penguins at the end of the year. I think they're a playoff team. I really do, um, which is why this one was so confounding to me. But then again, you know, both teams played last night. It was a back-to-back for both clubs. There wasn't really much going on at all in the game. Like, let's be let's be fair. Let's be honest. Like, it wasn't Sidney Crosby or Evgeny Malkin or Chris Letang or, or Eric Carlson bringing you out of your seat with great plays. It was bounces went one way, bounces didn't go the other way, and it was yeah, a fairly low low event game. Yeah, it, exactly. It you know if we had had you know I mean heck today and yesterday if Eichel had been a couple inches to the good would have completely changed the whole look of the game. And yeah, it was. It would have happened. We were getting yeah. the bounces that we needed earlier in the year, and they're just not coming right now, and and that's okay. Like. That's yeah. why it was so important that we banked all the points that we did at the beginning of the year. Yeah, you're right on the money there, Stephanie. Thanks for the call, and that's a great point about Jack Eichel. Obviously, yesterday in Philadelphia, he hits the post shortly before <laughs> you get a game-winning goal from Sean Couturier in overtime. If that goes in, then the Golden Knights pull those two points out of Philadelphia. And, you know, if he hits the if he hits the, the back of the net tonight, who knows what happens, how that game changes, whether or not you're able to rattle the Pittsburgh Penguins. So it's, a, it's an excellent point, and it just gives you an idea of what the, 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 margins, the margins are between victory and defeat here in the National Hockey League. As I said many times, I think we take for granted how hard it is to win in this league because the Golden Knights have done so much winning over the last seven or eight months. Let's go back out of the phone lines, bring in Rita. Hey, Rita, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. How about you, Ryan? Oh, I'm good. Um, I saw it out on Twitter, and I probably, well, I don't really care, but a few people won't like my stance on this. But to be honest, I wish we would have won. But I have nothing against Pittsburgh or Washington. Yeah. I'm kind of, you know, they're another team. team I do have something against is coming up on Wednesday. We yeah. go in there and we kick them. I'll be happy. I'll call this whole trip a complete success. I, yeah. I mean, yeah. I know that sounds petty, but Darren already established I'm petty. Listen, you can be as petty as you want to. I, I think that if you want to frame it 
as Wednesday night, the Golden Knights, the uh, night before Thanksgiving, they go in and they you know, stomp all over the Dallas Stars and make it a no-doubter and make a statement. If you want to call that good, I'm right there with you. Be as petty as you want to be, Rita. Well, you know, I mean, I certainly hope none of our guys fall on their stick and break someone's neck. Oh, you know, like maybe somebody else feels the need to do, but other than that, just stomp it. I mean... I was disappointed, and I really didn't like the shutout. Mm-hmm. But I think the guys know how important Dallas is. Yeah. Because we got certain teams we just don't like. Edmonton, Dallas, uh, Calgary. There's certain ones. And then there's other ones where it's like, yeah, they never did anything really bad to us. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you, Rita. Thanks so much for the call. I do believe that the Golden Knights are going to have a better game overall in Dallas against the Stars. And, you know, if nothing else, I think it'll be a more entertaining game between Vegas and Dallas on Wednesday night. 702-876-1340, that's the number. If you'd like to join us, it's the extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. 702-876-1340, that's the number. The Golden Knights lose 3-0 to the Pittsburgh Penguins. Second shutout loss in four games for the Vegas Golden Knights. Shutout last year just twice all year long. I'm not concerned. I laid out part of my reasoning for that earlier on give me a call if you are like there are no, there aren't a lot of post game shows that are going to give you that forum so you know if you're somebody that feels like there's something concerning here for the golden knights 702-876-1340 that's the number you have your opportunity right now i'm not concerned because i don't think this is going to be a prolonged thing for the golden knights I also think that most teams, over 82 games, are going to have moments where they're just not clicking. A little out of sync. It happens. I think the Golden Knights are going to work themselves out of it. I really do. First opportunity tonight with everybody back in the lineup. It's going to take a couple of games for everything to start clicking again. But I also think they're going to play a lot better on Wednesday night against the Dallas Stars. Let's go back out to the phone lines, bring in William. Hey, William, how you doing? I'm doing good, Brian. How about you? I'm good. Yeah, so um, yeah, I agree with what everybody's been saying. Um, but just tonight, it just for me, it seemed like you know we were just a little bit slower, talking up to just being tired on a long road trip. I mean, even travel, you know, back to back games. But you know, really does make an excuse with Pittsburgh doing basically the same thing recently. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, Pittsburgh was just a little bit faster on their on their decision making, and you know, Vegas just was just caught kind of just, you know, tripping us up, it seemed like. You know, a little so bit too, kind of a little bit too deliberate. And, Go ahead. Yeah, a little bit too deliberate and then not as urgent. I mean, that's really what it boils yeah. down to, right? Like over yeah. overcomplicating the play and then not executing at a high enough level. Yeah, the urgency. Yeah, I, I agree. So this is my, this is my question. I, I'm looking at Coach Sullivan going, you know what, has he kind of figured out what Vegas did and said, okay, we need to do this, that, or the other? I don't know. Maybe not, but I think, you know, I got a lot of respect for Coach Sullivan over there, and, you know, it just it, it just like it tripped us up. Did it just Was there something that he adjusted 
that really affected, you know, VGK's system. Uh, I don't know, but it just tonight was kind of, it was more, one of the more frustrating games of this road trip for me. Uh, it just, they, they, they just kept getting to the puck and make those little plays a little bit too fast. Just like, ah. Yeah, thanks for the call, William. I, I don't think that there was anything in particular that the Penguins did to break down the system of the Golden Knights. I, I think that they were able to be a little bit more patient with the puck uh, in the offensive zone when they had the puck in the offensive zone. They were willing to kind of hold on an extra beat, pull defenders out of lanes, and then find that play. But, you know, you even look at the goals, right? It, it was all just kind of broken plays. The first one was... A misplay from Nick Haig, which you understand it's his first game back in the lineup in a, in a couple of games. Not as sure-handed as he usually would be, and then it's just kind of a, a, lost, a lost puck battle, and it ends up in front of the net. Aiden Hill's not able to recover, and it, it, it's a goal. Second one's just a weird play that, that bounces out right to Noel Chari. Aiden Hill's looking the other way. Like That's not a system breakdown. It's just one of those plays where the puck bounces right onto the stick of a Pittsburgh Penguin in, in a great spot. I think as the game wore on, it was just more losing those 50-50 puck battles. And that's, again, that, that kind of, to me, you chalk it up to, to urgency and, and lack of execution. And I'm expecting the Golden Knights with a little bit of rest. Keep in mind, right, it's, it's cross-country travel, and then it's four games in six nights, three and four nights here. I think maybe that catches up to you a little bit. Maybe a reason, not an excuse. But I do think the Golden Knights will be better Wednesday night against the Dallas Stars. Back to wrap it up next on the Extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the Extended Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Wrapping it up here, Extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. 3-0 the final. The Pittsburgh Penguins shut out the Vegas Golden Knights. Vegas now 13-4-2, 28 points on the year. Next in action Wednesday, 6-30 against the Dallas Stars. Again, I'm not worried. I'm not concerned. I don't think that there's a sign of something wrong here. I think in the words of Jack Eichel, bear down, relax. Take a breath. Everything will be fine. The Golden Knights still have an opportunity to go 500 on this road trip. And by NHL standards, 500 road trip is a good road trip. Now, Golden Knights standards, they're higher. But they should be higher because you're Stanley Cup champions. Like, that's what happens when you win. You expect to win every single night. You expect to be able to find ways every single night. It hasn't happened for the Golden Knights on this, this road trip of late but they have a chance to remedy that with a big win Wednesday night, 6.30, against the Dallas Stars. That's going to do it for me here on the post-game show. Thanks to Mateo Lopez-Gonzalez down here, making sure everything sounds great. Thanks to Bobby Machado back in the studio, and thanks to you, our listeners and our callers. It is your post-game show. It's not as much fun without your calls and your input. Until Wednesday, have a great night, everybody. We'll talk to you then right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Thanks for listening to the extended Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Radio 98.9 FM at 1340 AM. Your home for the Vegas Golden Knights. Have a good night and drive safe.